Chris, this is Abby, um, and our job on the team is to look after the student ministries. Um, and we also head up the sound team. So if you want to learn how to use the sound equipment, come speak to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so um, today, um, kind of going after what was spoken last week, um, with being clothed and being um, in him, um, we're going to be talking about the champion's mindset. Yeah, so um, last week was all about we're part of the team, we've been clothed, we've been chosen, we've been given the uniform, we're part of the team, and that's who our identity is. Yeah, so just to start, to get you guys warmed up, I'm just going to show a quick video on Warrior, a champion. Good day for the Crows. I told you yesterday, and I'll tell you again today, remove your army from my land. I like your land. I think we'll stay. I like your soldiers, too. They fought bravely yesterday. Not well, but bravely. They won't fight for you. That's what the Mycenaeans said. And the Arcadians. And the Apeans. Now, they all fight for me. You can't have the whole world, Agamemnon. It's too big, even for you. I don't want to watch another massacre. Let's settle this war in the old manner. Your best fighter against my best. And if my man wins? We'll leave Thessaly for good. I'm a generous man. If mine wins, you can keep your throne. But Thessaly falls under my command to fight with me whenever I call. So I agree! This is my man. So, yes. So, that was a champion. He was up front, very clear. So, we'd like some audience participation now. We would like you to come up with a few ideas of what you think a champion is. So shout out. When you think of a champion, what words come to mind? A winner? Single-minded. Single-minded? Brave. Brave? Strong. Strong? Strong. Confident. Confident. Strong individual. Strong individual, yeah. Determined. Determined. Healthy. Healthy, yeah. Mean. <laughs> yeah, mean. Cool. <laughs> okay, well, we've got some words that we came up with when we thought of a champion. This is just a small selection of what we thought when we thought of a champion. Yeah, so all, some of the ones you've already said, but we've also got things like purposed, selfless, loyal, positive, um, and just a few more. Um, we've also got what we found to be what the dictionary says as the definition of a champion. So that is a person who has defeated or surpassed all rivals in a competition and a person who fights or argues for a cause or on behalf of someone else. So if this is what a champion is, today we're looking at what mindset does a person have to become that. And we've split that, that mindset, we've split it into four elements that we think sums up the mindset of a champion. The mindset of a champion is... Selfless. Victorious. Pioneering. And resolute. And we're going to look at each of these individually. So first of all, selfless. So, selfless. 
Who do you think of when you think of selfless? Um, I've picked out um, just one character, one of many that could have been picked out. I picked out the story of Esther. Now, she was Jewish, but she was in a predicament where she wanted to do something about it, but didn't feel she could. Um, I'm just going to read quickly from Esther 4, 11, 16. Um, so, all the king's officials and the people of the royal provinces uh, is that, yeah. um, know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned, uh, the king has but one law, that they may be put to death unless the king extends the gold scepter to them and spares their lives. But 30 days have passed since I was called to go to the king. This was Esther talking. Then when she hears back, when Esther's words are reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows um, but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Then Esther sent back the reply to Mordecai, Go gather all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat for three days, night night or day. And my attendants will fast uh, as you do. Then when this is done, I will go to the king, even though that it is against the law, and if I perish... I perish. So let's cycle back and get some background for a minute. Haman, who's second in command to the king, has put an edict to have all the Jews killed. Now, no one knows that Esther herself is a Jew. So she's in this position, found out this edict from her uncle um, who raised her, and she's in a position where she can go and speak to the king. But, as it says here, she's not been summoned recently. So she has a choice. If she goes to the king, she could die. Yeah, so... Her act wasn't one of selfishness. She could have held back. She could have tried to run off. But the point isn't that she wasn't... If she did that, she wouldn't have been a champion. She was a champion because she was willing to step out, even though it looked like a bad situation, even though she could have died. As she said, if I perish, I perish. She wasn't thinking of herself at that point. She was thinking of the right thing to do, the thing that would save lives. So she wasn't fighting on herself, but on behalf of many others. Um, in that video, that champion was going to fight so the rest of the people didn't have to fight and die. Exactly. So, um, just a, another example here is um, just going to read from Matthew uh, 13, 45 to 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found, the one, found one of great value, he went away and sold everything and bought it. So, again, he wasn't being selfish. Although he was going for a great prize, he was willing to give up everything. It wasn't just sell a few things to buy a field to get this pearl. It was everything. He left his whole lifestyle behind. There was nothing left of what was past. But he had to walk into something new. Um, and then I'm going to read from John 12:25. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, but anyone who hates their life, will, um, life in this world will keep it for eternal life. So again, it's talking about laying down your old self, picking up the new life, walking in in victory, in freedom, bringing out some of the other points we're going to bring into this. Um, and so, yeah, it's just coming to the fact of got to let go of what is past, got to let go of who you think you are. So it's die to flesh, walk in life. Um, 
And yeah, I've got, just got another couple of examples. Is John fifteen thirteen? No greater love than this exists, um, and is expressed in your willingness to lay down your life for your friends. So again, back to that video. That guy is willing to lay down his own life so that everyone else might live. So it's it's the same as with Jesus. He laid down his life on the cross so that we all may live. So it's just walking up. up. It's like no greater love is it than to die for a friend. It's being dead to self, being willing to give up everything so that other people, so that yeah, other people may live and be right with God. Um, then Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who lives in me and gives himself to me. So again, it's I am dead. I am now alive in Christ. So my old self is gone, dead, buried, never to be seen again. But now I'm to walk in the light into life. So, yeah, that's just a few quick points on selfless. And, yeah. The next one. I have that one. Thank you. Brilliant. So, the mindset of a champion is selfless. It's also victorious. So, a champion knows he's a champion. A champion is certain of the outcome. He does not fear failure, and he knows his authority. So, let's have a look at um, David and Goliath, which is in 1 Samuel 17. So here's a situation where David is a nobody. Okay, he's been anointed by Samuel, but currently he's a nobody, he's a shepherd. And I want you to to draw your, your eyes to particular bits. If we go to 17 verse 26, David asked the men standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine or removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? This is a little boy. He's a teenager. Who dares defy the armies of the living Lord? And let's go over the page again. Let's go to uh, verse 30. No, not verse 30. Yeah, verse 31. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul, and Saul sent for him. David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight. His attitude is, who dares stand against the living God I will go and fight your servants I will go and fight and verse 41 let's actually look at this fight meanwhile the Philistine with his shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to David he looked David over and saw that he was little more than a boy glowing with health and handsome and he despised him he said to David am I a dog that you came at me with sticks and the Philistine cursed David by his gods come here he said and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals David said to the Philistine, you come against me with the sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I'll strike you down and cut your head off. This very day, I will give the carcasses of the Philistine armies to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those who gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of you into our hands. So, champion's mindset is victorious. He starts from a place of victory and he knows his authority. So David was standing there not as David. He was standing there as David who was a servant of the King Saul and a servant of God. He wasn't standing there on his own. He knew that he was standing already in victory because who dare come against God? And that is the, cha- that is the champion um, mindset is who dares? How could you dare stand against what has already won. I'm going to win. What's the point of you fighting against me? That was that guy. You saw everyone's reaction to him when he stood out. There was an air of victory that the battle was already won because that champion had stepped forward. 
And uh, if we look at Elijah on Mount Carmel in 1 Kings 18, again, Elijah stands there and uh, he's put this challenge forward. You call on your God and I'll call on my God. And the God who sets the the, the altars on fire, that is the real God. And so the servants of Baal have been crying out, they've been cutting themselves, they've been doing everything and nothing has worked. And then Elijah goes and he says, pour water over this altar. Do it three times, absolutely drench it. And then he steps back and he says, God, show that you're real. And the fire comes down. He stood from a place of security. He didn't stand there and issue this challenge, not knowing what the outcome would be. He stood there knowing the outcome. So a champion's mindset is one of certainty, and he does not fear failure. And if you want some scriptures to go along with that, we've got 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. We've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 1 Samuel 2 verse 9. No man shall prevail by his own strength, but our promise in 2 Corinthians 2.14 is, but thanks be to God, for he always leads us in his triumphant procession because we are in Christ. And he uses us everywhere we go to spread the truth about him. So champion's mindset is selfless, it's victorious, and it is pioneering. Yeah. So yeah, so pioneering. Again, more many ideas, that many people that we can bring out to show you what this is. But I'm just going to bring out Noah. Now, Noah is in a situation where God told him to do something, and it sounded ridiculous. It was somewhere that some, he wasn't, he, God asked him to do something that had never been done before. They'd never seen rain. He was nowhere near water. What's the point in building a boat? But he did it anyway. He was pioneering. He was willing to step out, step up, and step in. Um, he was willing to walk forward into something that people thought ridiculous. He got scolded by people around him. He got, what the heck are you doing? But he still did it. He was willing to walk forward. He felt like he was on his own, but he knew God was with him, and he walked forward anyway. Um, and in throughout the Bible, there are many quotes. I mean, even just, just in Hebrews 11, it just goes through and through so many people who went through by faith. Because it is only by faith can anyone walk forward knowing that God is with them. It is by faith that people can stand up and go. And so in Hebrews 11, 7, just to just pick out a few, is... By faith, Noah, um, when warned about things not yet seen, the holy fear built in holy fear built an ark to serve as uh, to save his family. By his faith, he can uh, condemn the world and became the uh, became heir to the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go uh, to a place he would later receive as inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith. He made his home in, in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, um, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs um, with him with the same promise. But he was looking forward to the city with foundations, that, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was unable to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. And just again, just to skip a few more verses, go to Hebrews 24. By faith, Moses, when he, uh, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be uh, mistreated along with the people of God rather than enjoy the, um, the fleeting pleasure of sin. So again, it was by faith he let go of what he thought to be good and went forward to what he knew was going to be better. So he let go of what he thought was good and went for the better. He let go of everything else. And so he walked by faith and faith alone. Um, and again, just 
just continues like this. It's everything, everything that was ever done that was going forward into something new. The only way it was ever accomplished was by faith, knowing that God yes. was with them, knowing that God was going to supply every single need. It was by faith that any prophet was able to walk forward and tell the king what to do. It was only ever by faith that they knew that it was going to happen. So again, so what, it, what is a um, champion's mindset? Champion's mindset is one of selflessness. It is one of victory. It is one of pioneering. And it is also one of resolute. Yeah. So a champion is steadfast, determined, is always prepared and pushes for perfection. And we thought the word resolute summed that up nicely. A champion does not move. A champion is set in his head. He knows his goal. He knows where he's aiming. He knows what he's going for. And he will not be deterred from that path. If we go to the story of Joseph in uh, Genesis 37 to 41. Joseph was, he was 17 when he got his vision from God that had these, the stars and the sheaves bowing down to him. If you haven't read it, have a look at chapter 37. But, but basically, he told this story to his, his family, and they were like, who are you to think that we'll bow down to you? It was a picture that, that showed him as a ruler and his whole family, even his mother and father bowing down to him. So he was 17 when he got that vision. And he skipped through, his, his brothers hated him, so they sold him into slavery. That's a bit of a letdown when you think you're going to be a ruler. <laughs> He gets sold into uh, the house of a guy called Potiphar in Egypt. And uh, he very quickly rises up the ranks. And this is a show of, of his resoluteness. He keeps serving God. He keeps being righteous. And it means that he has the favor of the Lord upon him so that he becomes the second in command under, under Potiphar. He goes from being a slave to being the person over the house apart from Potiphar. So... This continues, and then Potiphar's wife decides that uh, she wants to sleep with him, and he says no, and so she gets him fired and thrown into, into, into prison. It's another setback. You thought, hey, I am rising through the ranks. I'm over this house, and suddenly I'm in prison. That's not exactly the best thing to happen. But he stays resolute. He stays. He has this vision. He's holding on to it. What happens? In the prison, he's put over all the running of the prison, the wardens defer everything to him. All they have to, you know, he's under their authority, but the wardens don't worry about anything under, under his authority, under his rule within the prisons. And he's in a position where he gets to, God brings someone along that he can talk to, so to, to uh, raise up um, to the next point. He, he meets the cupbearer of the king who gets in prison for a short amount of time and then gets back into the presence of Pharaoh and is a connection which allows when the Pharaoh has dreams and no one can explain it, the cupbearer goes, ah, I knew a guy in prison. So he's gone from being the favourite son to being a slave to being over a household to being in prison. 13 years later, he's put in charge, second in charge over all of Egypt. 13 years of staying strong, of having a vision and focusing on it. 13 years of not letting go. 13 years of being determined and steadfast. And 13 years of training. Now, he was a favourite son. He probably didn't do very much at home. But when he became a slave, he suddenly had to work. And he worked his way up the ranks so that he was over everything. He's thrown in prison. Again, he has to work his way up the ranks to be over everything. He goes from being over nothing to being over a small thing of Potiphar's household to being over a big thing over a whole prison. I mean, prison starts not exactly small. To suddenly being ready so when Pharaoh calls him, he can take over and be over the whole kingdom and be second in command to Pharaoh. So when we look at his story, it looks horrible. 
But 13 years of hardship and working through, of being resolute, of learning, of being prepared, of being trained, led to him being able to save a whole country and then his family from a famine and that vision being fulfilled. So... Acts 20 verse 24, but the only thing that matters to me is that I complete the work the Lord Jesus has given me to bear witness to the gospel of God's grace. Nothing else matters in comparison. Nothing else matters. That is the mindset of the champion is I have a vision from God. This is where I'm going. The skills and the knowledge, this is where we need to be in the word, because in order to be resolute and to keep on going, you need to have the knowledge, you need to have the word, you need to have the skills embedded in you. If you look at those champions when they fought, they weren't thinking about what they were going to do. Everything was a reflex. If you think about David Beckham when he used to curl the ball into the net, he practiced and practiced and practiced. So when he took those penalty kicks, he wasn't having to think, what am I going to do? He said, oh, I want it there. Bam. And it was done. The skills and the knowledge were so embedded in him that he was prepared in and out of season. And that's what a champion is. A champion is always prepared because he takes the time to make sure that he is resolute and that the skills and knowledge are embedded. So, I've got loads of other scriptures, but I'm not sure whether to bother with them. Um, yeah, come on, 1 Timothy 4, 13 to 14. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to preaching and to teaching... Do not neglect your gift, which was given to you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourselves and your hearers. A champion recognises he's not here for himself. That comes in from the selfless bit. A champion is not here for himself. It's not about himself. It's the bigger picture. And the champion is resolute and stands no matter what. So, champion's mindset, let's recap, is selfless. It's not about himself. It's victorious. He knows who his authority is. He knows where he stands and he knows that he's going to win. Pioneering. He's not afraid to break the mould and go somewhere that no one else has gone. And is... What? Resolute, I should remember this order, shouldn't I? Resolute, he's unwavering and unmoving. So we've got a clip now, another clip, that just kind of sums up some of that in a real person's life, uh, particularly the victorious and the resolute part. So let's have a look. Born in Australia without arms or legs, 30-year-old Nick Vujicic has become a symbol of triumph against all odds. His inspiring YouTube videos have been watched over 100 million times. It's a lie to think that you're not good enough. It's a lie to think that you're not worth anything. But the road to self-acceptance was excruciating for Nick. For years, he was harassed and tormented at school. When he was 10, Nick attempted suicide. After years of feeling worthless and alone, Nick's awakening came while reading an article about a disabled man who refused to let physical limitations hold him back. In that moment, Nick says he discovered the power to take control of his life, and he has. Today, Nick surfs, he snorkels, he golfs, and plays soccer. He's traveled to 44 countries with his message of hope. Even the worst part of your life can come together for the good. And less than a year ago, Nick married the love of his life and danced at their wedding. 
audience tonight. Say hello to Nick. We're standing up for Nick. Now, this is what's so unbelievable. As you've heard, people complain about the spots on their face and people complain about not having a boyfriend and not being able to have the mates of their life. What happened to you that you were able to take all of you, take your chemistry, being born with no arms and no legs, take your connections, your relationships, your life circumstances, mm -hmm. your state of consciousness, and then choose, make the conscious choice that you were going to take all of that which the rest of the world looks at, you know, undeniably as a pretty bad hand and that you were going to turn it into something, you were going to be exalted by it. What, what happened to you that you were able to do that? Oprah, I know that you love to think out of the box and have things outside of the box in your yeah. show. Yeah. And I know that you love illustration. So if I may illustrate in about 180 seconds, can I do something a little crazy, but it'll Certainly. be powerful. Go Is that right cool? Ahead. You got a camera behind me, right? Yeah. I'm going to show you. Come, come, come. This step right here. Is there enough light here? Okay. The chemistry. I was born without arms and legs. The chemistry I could not change in my life. I know that God didn't give me this pain, but what the enemy tried to use for bad, he turned into good. Yeah. Man, the connections. I want to tell uh, Porsche, uh, look, I'm a guy, I love cars, okay? And I love Porsches more than Ferraris, okay? <laughs> and, and I want everyone to know that, that we are wonderfully and fearfully made. And until you can actually understand that we are all wonderfully and fearfully made from God, um, I want you to know that, that you will always be trapped and chained and you will be stopped. But when you have the incredible power of faith in action, nothing holds you back and you're beautiful just the way that you are no worries for me I felt the connection for me in my life I'm thinking man I'm not going to get married I can't you know can't even hold my wife's hand what connection am I going to have but you know what all things come together for the good for those who love him man. This is a little bit high. I'm going to break my arm, man. This is pretty crazy. All right. I'm going to break my arm. Circumstances. Being born without arms and legs, man, it's all about choice. You asked me what it was. I had parents who were my heroes. They always said, you, you can either be angry for what you don't have or be thankful for what you do have. Do your best and God will do the rest. Man, consciousness. Because I gave my life to Lord Jesus Christ Hallelujah. and the renewing of my mind, Hallelujah. Wow. I knew that I could be unstoppable. So that guy was a champion. He wasn't willing to let go. He wasn't willing to let what the world told him was impossible. He went forward anyway. He believed that he could do it. He believed that God would give him the grace, he would be given the ability to walk forward. He, be, he believed that he could still live. He, God gave him that life, that ability to be able to walk forward. He was a champion because he was willing to step up, step in and step out. He just walked forwards in grace. Yeah, it's and he made a choice. He decided to take that verse where it says, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16, we have the mind of Christ. And like, the, like you said in the video, that he's had, we've had the renewing of our minds. He decided to accept that and to use that. Now, 
it's very easy. It gets talked about a lot how people are slaves to their thinking. People think they can't change the way they think. I think they can't change the way they think. It's funny. Um, and people get stuck and going the same cycles round and round and round. But the point is that we've been given the mind of Christ. Yes. We've been given a new mind. And that means that we have authority over our mindset. We have authority whether to stay thinking the way that nature or the world has made us to be or to change our thinking and have the thinking of a champion. Because the ultimate champion, Jesus, he was selfless and gave up all of heaven to come and live on earth and then gave up humanity to die on the cross so that we could live. He was victorious and every time he spoke, he knew he was speaking with the authority of God and he was listening and what he said came to pass. He was pioneering because he wasn't limited by the religious laws that the Jews had added to everything. He wasn't limited by what people expected and he was resolute. He did nothing for 30 years. He just let God prepare him so that when he started the ministry for three years he could make an impact that was set by that 30 years of preparation and he was the ultimate champion he became the champion for us all so that we can now stand as a team of champions who've been made champions made more than conquerors through him i'd like you all to stand up right now that's the person next to you i said just start to talk to each other just start to pray together about this mindset. If you, if you want to know him, talk to the person next to you and pray with them or find someone to pray with at the end. But just right now, can you just start to pray with each other and just start to be thankful what God has given you. Start to be thankful for everything he's already done and will continue to do in your life. Start to just, just ask for that mindset, that mindset of selflessness, that mindset of a, a victorious mindset, that pioneering mindset, that resolute mindset. To start to be thankful and ask for more of that selflessness, ask for more of that that faith, that more of just that ability to walk into Him, to walk forward. So just start to pray with each other right now, if you just could. Just start to be thankful for that. Yeah, and if there's a particular area where you really struggle, where you're stuck in your mindset and you don't feel like you can get out of it, share that with that person and stand together against it because you have the authority to take control of your mindset. So let's do that now. Mm-hmm.